This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Shomel Aleichem, everyone. Agatavach, thank you for joining. I'm sorry. I, uh, I'm not going to be available tomorrow morning, so figured uh, better earlier than later. So, um, the blot of this week was Daf Yudches. Yudches and Beis begins the section of Masachtik Subais, which is known as Shtarais which is uh, a world unto itself. Rabbi David Koyin, the Rashiva of Hebron, I believe he has a sefer just on shtarais. The concept of shtar is, uh, in halacha, a miktsaya unto itself. So for all you attorneys out there, you would understand uh, how documents have different guidelines than uh, other kinds of testimony. Um, today we're going to focus on the Gemara's Kasha on Yudchesam and Beis, where Rava asked on Rami Barchama, Rami Barchama interpreted the Seifa, the Seifa that said that you're the Edom are not believed to qualify their testimony. That's only when they say, Anusim Hayinum Achmas Maman. But if they say, Anusim Hayinum Achmas Nefashos, they would be believed. To which Rava asks, Why would you believe? Kol Kaminei. You should not be believed. Why? Because there's a principle, Kivan Shehigid, Shavei that once they set testimony, they can't qualify or say any further testimony. Now, what exactly is this principle of Kivan Shehigid, Shavei Umagid? The Gemara even asks, they didn't say testimony, they wrote testimony. To which the Gemara quotes Reish Lakish, that Edim signed on a star is considered as if their testimony has been fully inspected and investigated in Bezdin. It has a din of Haggadah. So there seems to be a uh, fundamental machlekes rishonim regarding why Edim, once they testify, cannot testify again. And it comes out that there are two important afkaminos between these two ways of understanding the principle of Kivan Shehigid, Shuvene Choyzer Umagid. The first is Rashi. That's what uh, we're probably all familiar with. Rashi says, if you look on the screen, Kivan Shehigid, Shuvene Choyzer Umagid, Degabe Eidos, Chada Hagada Ksiva. By Eidos, it says one speaking. It says, Im Loy Yagid. If he did not speak. If he did not speak. Which implava hachanami kivan the chasimim b'shtara since he signed on the shtar haynu hagada detu that is their speaking vehechi mehem neisu lemeyaker how could we believe them again to uproot hal uksav yada nyotim makamacher ah then Rashi says bishlam of the reisha kishayink sav yada nyotim makamacher look carefully. In the Reisha, again, this is in, the, in Rava's Kasha. In the Reisha, I understand why they could be believed, where, the, the, where their, uh, their handwriting it does not come out from somewhere else where we, can, where we, we don't have a source of authenticating it. We're relying on them. The, uh, Rashi says, Kula Chada Hagadahi. It's all one speaking. Listen carefully, because this is the diak of Rabbi Kivegar. Rashi doesn't say, Bishlama in the Reisha, where we're reliant on them, we could believe them, 
because Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitter, Rashi does not say that the reason we could believe them is because of Migu. Rashi says in the Reisha, it's all one testimony. In that very speaking, within one breath, without interruption, Ka'amri, they say, yes, it's our signature, but we were coerced. But here, we're not relying on them. I'm going to focus on the second part of Rashi later. But the first part of Rashi is that the source of Kivan Shehigar um, comes from Pasuk in Vayikra. Hey, namely, Im lo yagid. You have one chance to testify. You have one chance to testify. In other words, it seems like there's a certain limitation in the power of Edim. The Torah gave, according to Rashi, witnesses the ability to speak once. They can't speak again. They can't retract it. Edim are empowered one time. Edim are given one shot. Shot two, they never. They don't have another shot. Either you hit the first free throw, or we don't give you another chance. Meaning, it's not that the first testimony is so powerful it can't be uprooted. Rashi seems to be saying... Adim are empowered once. Because you could ask a question, you know, why in, why halachically is testimony the greatest evidence? You know, we don't rely in most uh, halachic situations on circumstantial evidence as compelling as it might be. We rely on two witnesses. Yeah, maybe they're lying, maybe they're, they're faker. But the answer is, it's Xeris HaKosov, that the Torah trusts witnesses. But this empowerment of the witnesses is only one time. They're, they're not given another chance. That's how Rashi learns the sugya. That's what we would have assumed. The Ritva, let's, let's look at, you'll help me out. Again, uh, this is, uh, um, I saw this uh, all very quickly, so help me out over here. The Ritva brings another source for Kibon Shehigit Shuvei Nechazer Umagin. Says the Ritva, the Ritva is Rabbeinu Yomtov di Ashvili from Seville, Spain. He says, Aval Hanochoin, de Nafgalon Hai Perusha, de Lo Yagid. We learn this explanation of the Yagid, Alpi, a different Pasuk. There's not, not the Pasuk that Rashi cites, Im Lo Yagid. Rashi cites the Pasuk, Imla Yagid. The Ritva ignores that Pasuk. The Ritva says, it says, Al Pishnayim Edim Yakum Davar. Alma, Alma Shahidu Bevezin, Miskayim Hadin, Lizchos Elochayva Laalter. The Torah says, based on two witnesses, the matter will be affirmed. So whatever they say, whether to acquit or to find guilty, it is established immediately. Vimichaylam Lachsar Ulahayid. If Adam could always retract and qualify, how will their words ever be upheld? We can't uphold words that could always be retracted. That is, we say, where the Gemara asks, maybe only orally, maybe it's only orally, to which the Gemara says, even if it's in writing. 
In other words, according to Rashi, the side of Kivan Shehiget is the Edim were never empowered to say second testimony. Edim are only empowered to say one testimony. But the Ritva learns the din of Kivan Shehiget is that not the Edim are not empowered to speak again. It's the first testimony is upheld to such a standard that it can't be contradicted. Meaning Rashi learns the second testimony is is never given to be credible. The Ritva learns there's a Kayach of the first testimony. Maybe at first it seems to be semantics, but there is a uh, Rebbe Kivager over here that perhaps will show us um, somewhat of, of a difference between the nuance of Rashi learning it from Kivan Shehigid, uh, of Imla Yagid, and the Ritva learning it from Alpishnaim Edim Yakum Davar. So the first thing is, this is spelled out in a sefer called Ha'aris Vitzyunim. Let's see if we could figure this out. He says, You could delve into the din that you can't speak testimony again. Is it that there is no credibility in second testimony? Or is it the first testimony is strong and it cannot be nullified. Is it that the second, I guess the way he's saying it, is it that the second testimony is weak? Or is it that the first testimony is strong? Is it that the second testimony is never given credibility? Or is it that the first is upheld to such a standard that it can't be undermined? He says, If there's a din that there's no credibility in the second testimony, this is only din in testimony. What if there is a migu in the second uh, words that they're saying? If it's a matter that there's no credibility of testimony in their second uh, statement, that's a that's a chesaron in edus, but maybe a migu would work. If it's just that you cannot uproot the first testimony, so if you can't uproot it, certainly, meaning, according to Rashi, the din is, the Torah gave Edim Kayach only to speak one Edos and not more. And therefore, if there would be some other way for them to qualify what they said, that might be, uh, you could entertain that. But according to the Ritva, it's a din in the Kayach of the Eidos. The first Eidos is so great that it cannot be undermined, then irrespective of the Kayach that the second Eidim are coming with, there would be no way to uproot the second testimony. Let's see if we could point out a Nafgamina. Let's come to Rabbi Kivager. Okay, you'll, you'll help me out over here. Rabbi Kivager maintains that 
Kivon Shehigad Shuvayna Chazor Magid is a din in Eidos. That when the Eidim want to be believed through Eidos, they can't be believed to testify again. But what about a situation where they want to qualify what they're saying with Amigo? So then there would be no issue of Kivon Shehigad Shuvayna Chazor Magid. And they should be able to retract. However, he brings from his son, Rav Shloim Eger, that even if the Edom want to be believed through Migu, nevertheless they can't retract, because there would still be a problem of Kivan Shehigot, Shuvayna Chazer Magid. Now, Rashi says in our sugya that the reason why Edom could retract in the Reisha, Kishayin Ksav Yadam Yotzim I in the Reisha, why don't we say, Kivan Shehigot Shuvayna Chazer Magid, Right? Rashi is bothered by that kasha. If there's a problem of Kivan Shehigit in the Seifa, when it's Ksav Yadah why don't we say there's an issue of Kivan Shehigit Shuvayna Chazer Magid in the Reisha? Who remembers what Rashi said? Rashi says, Kula Chada Hagadahi. Why didn't Rashi say better? Why didn't Rashi say, um, even if it's another Hagadah, but now they don't want to be believed through Eidos, they want to be believed through Migu. And when, if the whole din of Kivan Shehigat Shuvay Nechai Magid is that if the din is of Kivan Shehigat Shuvay Nechai Magid if it's as Rashi was saying that it's a lack of credibility in the second words. In other words, we never empowered Edim to make a second statement. Right? If the reason for Kivan Shuvayna Chazor Magid is we never empowered Edim to make a second statement, then why didn't Rashi just say that in the Reisha the reason why they're believed is because you have a Migu. And when you have a Migu, they're believed through Migu and we don't need them to be believed Ayudei Edos. That implies even if they have a migu, they can't be chayzer. So Rabbi Kiva Eger holds that kivan shehigud would apply, would be a chesarain even by migu. Let's read this inside. He says, Amar. Let's see if we can see this. Amar Avram ben Hamachaber, mitchilas divrei Abamari ma'ar hagayla bezat. From the beginning words of my father, nira dubshitale, the din kivan shehigad hurak sheinay neman alzeh shechayzer umagid mitamedos. The din of kivan shehigad lechayra would only be an issue. If they're trying to be believed, mitamedos, avam mikomakom kishayesh loimigu neman. Vaachi harav shloiman neir neira yoyer bechidushav al shachanachos mezukas of hepoch mizah. That's the question. The question is in a situation where the edim don't are not coming to be believed because. 
through their capacity of Edom, but they want to be believed through Migu. Rabbi Kiva Eger argues that they should be believed. That seems to be taking the tzad, that the reason why Kivan Shehigid Shavayin Chazor Magid is that we don't empower Edom with a second testimony. So Rabbi Kiva Eger argues that what if they're not coming to be believed in their capacity of Edom, but they're, com- they're, they're coming through their capacity of, uh, of Migu, of regular citizens with a Migu. So it seems like Rabbi Kiva Eger is arguing they should be believed. Because Rabbi Kiva Eger is, read, is going with the, the way we understood Rashi, that Kivan Shehigid is a chesaron in the second words of the Edim. But if they're not coming in their capacity of Edim, they're coming through a different kayach, let's say Migu, they perhaps would be believed. And, one second, what did I do here? Not sure why that happened. Um, is it blue in your screen? Try something. Rabbi Shlomo Eger says, seems to hold that even if they're coming through Migu, it would still... Even if they're coming through Migu, Rav Shlomo Eger says, it would still be a problem of Kivan Shehegid, Shoveno Chayzer Omagid. So we mentioned that Rashi holds that in the Reisha. The reason why you're believed is Kula Chada Hagadahi. Why did Rashi have to say Kula Chada Hagadahi? Why couldn't Rashi say that the reason why you're believed in the Reisha is because you have a migu. You have a very important question. Let's go back and, and read Rashi carefully. Rashi says that in the Reisha, uh, the reason why you're believed, in Ein Ksav Yodan Yoytzim says, Kula Chada Hagadahi, that it's all one Haggadah, and since it's all one Haggadah, there's no chesaron of Kivan Shehigad Shuvenu Chazor Magad. Why did Rashi have to say that? Why couldn't Rashi just say, the reason you're believed in the Reisha is because of Migu. You're not coming to be believed as Edom. You could be believed through Migu. That would seem to support, I believe, Rav Shloima Eger over Rav Kiva Eger. That Rashi holds that irrespective of how you're coming to be believed, there would be an issue of Kivan Shehigad Shuvenu Chazor Magad which is sort of closer to the way we're understanding the Ritva than we're understanding Rashi himself. The, the Shlomo Eger is Medayik, V'hulu Mashakas of Rashi Beferish Kushas Rava, Kivan Shehigad. Rashi says, Avol Reisha, Be'eng Sav Yadam Yatsum Kula Chada, it should say Haggadahu. Why didn't Rashi say, Umidoloi Kasav Bipashat the Reisha, Loi Mitam Edus Ne'amanim. What Rashi should have said very simply, you're believed not through Eidos, but through Migu. Rav Shalom Eger is medayik from Rashi that Kivan Shehigad would apply 
not only to something that you're, ta- you're saying through Eidos, but even through any other form of believability. So, that would seem to fit better into the way we understood the Ritva. That Kivan Shehigat is not that we never empower the Edom to speak twice. Because if that was the case, then through Migu, maybe it should work. Kivan Shehigat is, like the Ritva says, Apishnaim Edom Yakum Davar. Namely, there's a certain credibility we give to the first testimony that it cannot be undermined. So then if it cannot be undermined through Edo, certainly it cannot be undermined through Amigo. If I'm not mistaken, Rebbe Chanan Vasserman basically says that the Machloikas Rebbe Kiv Eger and Rebbe Shlema Eger is really dependent on how you view the Chesaron of Kivan Shehiged. Let's let's see if we can figure this out. Uveikar adavar shachidah sharan de gam beirachar v'yisurim shayach had einachoyz ramaged tsarach biyar. The Ran wants to say that even by eirachar v'yisurim, we would apply kivan shehiged shaveinachoyz ramaged. Let's see what that means. Rabbi Chanan says the lechayra had einachoyz ramaged. It would seem that the din of Kivan Shehigat Shavayin Chazra Magid, it's Xeris HaKosov. The Haggadah Shniya Psula. That the second testimony is possible. Vim Kain, B'i Surin, the Chala Psula Ne'amanim, Be'im B'Sulei Hagof, Be'im B'Sulei Haggadah, Ma B'Kach, the Haggadah Psula. L'chayra says Rabbi Chanan, what's the reason why Kivan Shegir Eina Shavayna Chazar Omagid? It's Xeris HaKasav. The second Haggadah is not a testimony. So then by Yisurim, where Eina Chod is Neman, whether Psulei Haguf or Psulei Haggadah, who cares if it's a Haggadah Psula, but we should be able to use Eina Chod and Yisurim. It's not a, it's not a lacking. It's not something missing in the second Haggadah. It's the kayach of the first Haggadah. It cannot be nullified because of your retraction. In other words, Rabbi Chanan is basically saying our two and Kivan Shehiget. Is it the strength? of the first testimony or is it the weakness of the second testimony says Rav Hanan, the nafkamino would be the machloikis Rav Kivegar and Rav Shlema Eger says Rav Hanan, the nafkamino mishnei apirushim heicha diyeshlai migu where you have a migu let's say you have a migu when you're chayzer magid if it's at the second Haggadah's puzzle you should be believe me tamigu like Rabbi Kivayger asks, Rabbi Kivayger asks, you should believe, be believed through Migo. Avlam nefarish, diyavshel akas agados rishon. If it's the strength of the first testimony, like the Ritva says, gamigo eno mayal neged hagadas edos. Like 
Rabbi Shalom Eger said. And this would answer Rabbi Kivager's kasha. Rabbi Kivager has a kasha that granted in What's Rabbi Kivager's kasha? Granted, you're not be believe, you're not believe me Tarasidos, but you should have a migu. So the answer to that kasha would be that the reason why you can't testify again is because of the strength of the first testimony. So if it's because of the strength of the first testimony, then it would not work even when there's a migu. I'm not sure what he means where we have an answer to Rabbi Kivager's kasha. Because Rabbi Kivager didn't really have a kasha. What, what's Rabbi Kivager's kasha? Why in the Reisha are you not believed? In the Reisha you are believed. Rashi said it's because it's Kula Chada Hagadahi. Rabbi Kivager, I guess, is his, Rabbi Kivager's kash is why did Rashi have to say Kula Hagadahi? Why didn't Rashi say you're believed because of Migu? It sounds... That's Rabbi Kivegar's kasha. Rabbi Kivegar's kasha is a kasha on Rashi. Why did Rashi say in the Reisha, Kula Chada Hagada? Even if it's not Chada Hagada, you should be believed through Migu. The answer is no. Kivan Shehigit is a Migu buster. Why? Because Kivan Shehigit is the strength of the first testimony. The only thing is I would ask on Rebbe Chana, and that's very nice, but that, that fits into the Ritva. But we're in the world of Rashi. Rashi learns that the chesarn of Kivan Shehigid is learnt out from Imla Yagid. You can only testify once. Which sounds like it's a weakness in the second testimony. So Rashi doesn't... What are you going to answer? Akash on Rashi with the Ritva? Rashi doesn't hold to the Ritva. So, uh, you have to say what Rebbe Chana means. Even within Shitas Rashi, it's not that... The Edom can't testify a second time because we don't empower the second testimony. It's the Edom can't testify a second time because the Torah sort of upholds and gives so much strength to the first testimony that therefore it cannot be undermined. That, that's how Rabbi Hanan is sort of answer, explaining how you would answer Kivegar's Kasha on Rashi. Now, even within the world of Rashi, that the source of Imla of Kivan Shehigid is Imla Yagid, that you can only testify once. Why could you only testify once? It's not that we don't empower the second testimony, it's that we specially empower the first testimony. So again, this is one nafgamina between Rashi and the Ritva, whether, what happens if the second uh, Testimony, uh, the second qualification is through Migu and not through Edos. One more nafkamina. Let's try to do this quickly. The Kasha, the Pnei Yeshua. Pnei Yeshua's Kasha is the Gemara feels that when the Edom say Anusim Hayinu Machmas Nefashais. They're not believed if That's still a problem of Kivan Shehigid Shavena Chazer Magid. The Bnei Shua wants to know 
why don't we say the following? We know there's a concept that you could give an amasla to your words. For example, let's say a woman tells a man, Oh, I'm Anida. And then uh, an hour later she says, No, nah, no, nah, I was just joking, I was just joking. Say, really? We don't believe her. Once you say you're Anida, you're Anida. But what if she gives an excuse? The reason I said I was Anida is because I wasn't feeling well, but uh, now that I'm feeling better, I didn't mean it. So uh, we, we, allow, we allow retraction through something called Amasla, an excuse. So why can't the Edim say, look, we testified, but we're get- <laughs> I'm telling you an excuse that we our lives were on the line, that's why we testified, but now I'm qualif- we're qualifying, and we're saying that uh, we were threatened. Why can't we use an Amasla, excuse, to qualify their statement? That's the Pnei Yeshua's Kasha. Says the Pnei Yeshua, V'yeshli b'zeh makamiyah, denihidi afinu mikra de'in chayzer magid, that's if they are completely soicer the first testimony without an excuse. But when they say we were forced because of nefashos, how do we know that you're not believed? So the Imre Bina says that this kasha, the Pnei Yeshua, is only a kasha on Rashi. That according to Rashi, that there's a certain weakness, the Torah never empowered the second Edim, the second testimony. So you could ask, what if they give an Amasal Advarov? What if they give an excuse? Maybe they should be believed. But according to the Ritva, that there's a Xeris HaKasav, that when Edom give testimony, it has to be upheld, and it can't be retracted, otherwise you don't have Yakum Davar. Then, then it doesn't matter what your excuse is. You can have every excuse in the book. There's a Xeris HaKasav, that we cannot undermine, challenge the testimony of Edom. So the Emre Bina says, Ayin Pnei Yishun Ksubas, the Neskasha Ba'oimrim Anus Samachas Hakidin asu, they did properly. They didn't put themselves in jeopardy. There's no hagada. Why don't we believe them? The Chasam Sofer says it's a kosha atzuma. The Chasam Sofer wants to be mechadesh that if they immediately come to Bezdin. And they said, quick, quick, we just testified, but we didn't mean to, our lives was on the line, then they're believed. But if they wait until the star comes out, and then all of a sudden, oh, we didn't mean it, then uh, then they're not be- believed. Says in Rebina, it's not mashah, it's from the Paiskim, it depends how quickly they clarify what they said. Says the Chassam Soifer, says in Rebina, the question of the Pnei Yeshua is not a kash at all. Because if there's a Xeris HaKasav of Yakum Davar, and that whatever they testify before Bezdin, it's Yakum. So they're not believed with every excuse in the world, as long as their testimony is not denied or Huzam. Um, there's a Din, Eidim of Samal Ashtar, Nasa Kamish Nechor, I do some Bezdin. So then, 
Um, it's, even if they come immediately, they will not be believed. Meaning in the world of the Ritva, there's a certain Gzeras HaKosov, that And it cannot be challenged. So it doesn't matter what excuse they give. It's upheld and uh, there's nothing you could do about it. The Kasha is only Kasha in the world of Rashi. The source of Imla Yagid is not Alpishnaim Edom Yakum Dava. The source seems to be there's some kind of limitation in the second words. But what if, like Rabbi Kiveigar asks, you have a Migo, or like the Pnei Yeshua asks, you have an Amasla, then there's, then there's room to play around. In other words, if there's any deficiency in the second testimony, there's room to play around. Well, what if the second t- testimony is bolstered either by Migu or by Amasa. But if it's the strength of the first testimony, then Migu or Amasa is not going to do anything. Okay, thanks everybody for coming tonight. I wish you Agutavach, Agazuntavach, and uh, hopefully next Sunday will be regular schedule. Shkayach. Rafal, you want to ask something? You mean, uh, me, uh, me, what Rebbe Khanan is saying is not consistent with Rashi himself, right? Right. So it, it has to me, it has to be that somehow there's a way to say Rashi in, in a similar kind of way where it's the strength of the first testimony and not the weakness of the second testimony. Yeah, Rebbe Khan, I mean, you would have to say that. Just... I mean, saying it Rashi Ritva just makes it clearer, but it must be there's a way to 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 explain Rashi and Layagid that you only have one Haggadah. It's not that you only have one. You know why you only have one Haggadah? Because that Haggadah is uh, is unchallengeable. It's so strong. That's why. Not because of the weakness of the second Haggadah. Okay, Shkayach, Agurvach. Thank you very much. Kaltov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.